Welcome to our Millennial Woman Chat on What's Next Mel. I'm your host Mel, a millennial woman trying to navigate her life from her 20s to her 30s. I'm excited to talk to other women about their journey to 30 and all in between. Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast, What's Next Mel. As you guys know, I'm your host Mel and today we have Elaine, who, Elena, who is um, an owner of Lionshare Marketing, um, a small business that supports other small businesses and nonprofits in reaching their target audience through social media, advertising, content creation, and more. So Elena, definitely give us a little bit of background about like your um, business and entrepreneurship and like how you got there. Yeah, definitely. So um, just about my business super quickly. Um, so I do anything and everything marketing for small businesses and nonprofits. And that can be, um, like you mentioned, that can be content creation, that can be social media management, that can be web design, um, just marketing consultation, um, advertising, literally anything that has to do with marketing, I will do that. Um, and I kind of got into, I've been doing marketing and social media on the side for like a decade. Um, but I didn't take it to a full-time gig until November of 2019. Um, so it's relatively new as a full-time job. Um, but it was always like a side, like a side hustle while I had got it. Okay, cool. Um, so like what made, what was that thing? Cause we all have, like, I had like my moment of like, I want to be an entrepreneur, like this, like corporate nine to five is just not for not me yet. anymore. So what was your moment? So, yeah, I feel like everybody does have that. Like I, I think with me, so I was transitioning jobs. I had just quit one job and I got an, um, an offer to be, uh, like a sales rep for another job. And I was about, it was like a week before I was supposed to start. And I just thought to myself exactly that same thing. I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to do this nine to five again and just spend the rest of my life on someone else's clock. Right. Like, I just don't want to do the same thing every day. And even like when my passion is elsewhere, even if I'm doing something that I don't mind doing, I'd rather do something that I enjoy doing than something I don't right. mind doing. So that was kind of my moment. And I just kind of started researching like, is it even possible? Like, can I make money off of this as a full-time job? Um, like, do I have the certifications? Do I have what I need? And it was a very, like, stressful week of looking into everything, figuring everything out. And then I was like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just, just going to do it. That's amazing. And I feel like, yeah, we all have that moment where it's just like, okay, like, this is just not for me anymore. I need to figure out, like, what puts me in a better, like, environment puts me like feeling like passionate about my job and like feel like I'm happy and like I'm able to like feel more accomplished because that was the same thing for me it was that I was in a job that I did love like I loved like I do um retail management and I loved it like I loved like it moves fast every day was different um the business I was doing high volume stores so like that was like another thing that I loved like I just loved like the hustle and bustle of it but it was more so the toxic work environment than anything it's just like I feel like I don't want to I know when the moment it's time for me to move on is when I like don't want to come to work where I'm now starting to use my sick days it's starting to play with my mental health 
And it's just like, this is not, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. So, you know, the pandemic actually put me in a position where it helped push me to be like, all right, you need to focus on your things now because that was another like issue for me. So I wonder, I'm going to ask you and wonder if this was an issue for you. Like, as, since your job was kind of like a side hustle in the beginning, did you feel that um, you weren't giving it the proper time because you also had like a regular nine to five job. So like that was taking up your time. Cause that was like my situation is that I wanted to do so much and I knew I wasn't happy and they kind of knew too, because I would kind of say some things and I'm like, you know, I want to do this. I want to focus on this. Like, this is like, I'm passionate about this, but I also like have my own things that I really want to do. And I never had the time to do it. Cause when I got home, I was so tired I just wanted to like take a shower and go to sleep. Like I didn't, I w- didn't have the energy. No, I completely relate to that. I it was the same way, and like the problem, not even well, I guess it was a, a problem and a and a blessing at the same time. But like I would get a lot of business for the side job, and I couldn't do it because I was so busy with my full time job. So like it was like a good problem to have, but also a really shitty problem to have because I was getting the business that I wanted, but I couldn't do it like I couldn't take on that business because I was so busy with a full-time job right so it definitely was frustrating because I wanted to put more time and energy into it but I felt like I have this full-time job that needs that's paying the bills so I need to focus on that but then I have this part-time job that I really want to grow and I want and I'm this is what I actually love doing but I can't do what I love doing because I've got to go to work right right yeah it's that difficult I feel like a lot of people who are trying to start businesses or have that like side hustle that they're afraid to go full time with. I feel like they all kind of struggle with that same thing of like, I really love doing this, but is it possible to have this full time? Like, is this even going to happen? And like, I have to, and I've heard that from so many people who say like, I love doing this, but I just don't have the time to put into it. Like I don't have the time to focus on it. Right. And I think, you know, that comes with, and that was my thing too, was like the risk factor. I think a lot of us, like, especially when, before we like jump into being full entrepreneurs is like the risk of, you know, we want to make sure that we have money to pay like our bills. Like we want to make sure we have like all the basic necessities. And especially like, you know, if some of us like have kids or like, you know, another spouse and different things like that, like those all play in a factor because that was like my main thing too. I was just like, Hey, like my nine to five is like paying, like, you know, my necessity bills and like the things that I like to do, like on the side, like travel and things like that. And I was comfortable. And I'm like, if I drop this, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like there's, it's going to be so risky. Oh yeah. There's a million what ifs. And that was my biggest fear. I was like, this is a huge risk. I'm going to be, get like giving up stability for like the complete unknown like I have no idea is this going to work am I going to end up with nothing you it's a huge risk and I think a big part of what I tried to do was I calculated like I have a huge planner and I calculated everything I was like okay what's the minimum I have to make in order to like survive Mm -hmm. but you know do I have clients lined up do I have existing clients and it was a matter of figuring out, you know, okay, can, is this feasible? Is this possible? And let me just go from there. Because like, like you said, I mean, it's a, it's a huge, really terrifying risk to do something like that. Right. And I think, you know, so many of us, and I've actually stopped 
follow like before I would like follow a lot of people like on social media who are like entrepreneurs and things like that and would be like you know they made like you know maybe they made their first like six figures in like three six months and like all these things and like which some people do and I'm definitely not like knocking that and everything like that but that started to play on me because I'm thinking like okay like in the first three months like I need to hit at least like four figures and like if I don't hit four figures and then something's wrong like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing this is a waste I'm gonna have to end up going back to like my old job and like it's like I don't want to seem like a failure and different things like that so I think for me at least I know for some people gives them inspiration and sometimes it gives me inspiration as well but I had to really like unfollow these people because it was starting to play on me to be like I have to make like four figures and if I have to make six figures by the end like six months and like that's my target goal and it's just like sometimes that's not realistic no you're completely right it's funny you say that because I was the exact same way especially thinking that like oh my god I'm gonna run back to my old job it's gonna be so embarrassing everybody's gonna know I failed like I thought that so much and then there's also that there's the two things that I struggled with the most and that I still struggle with are what you said, which is the comparison game of looking at all these other small business owners who, you know, in the span of two months, they made all this money. And it's like, I don't know how they did that. Right. Um, and then there was also imposter syndrome of, well, mm-hmm. I'm just not good enough. I just, I obviously don't know what I'm doing. There's no way I can, I can actually be an authority in what I'm saying I can do. Like none of what I'm doing is, is like actually going to work blah, 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 all this stuff. And I still struggle with both of those because like, I'll see people and like, I'm doing okay. Obviously COVID kind of messed a lot of things up, but, um, but like, I'll see some small business owners and they will be mostly like, I think coaches and um, like people who do more of, I think it it is mostly coaches is is what I see on, on like Instagram and Facebook. And they always are saying that stuff of like, I made six figures in two months and here's how I did it. And, I can't look at stuff like that because it's not one size fits all. Like just right. for them, I don't have the same client base. I'm not in the same area. I don't offer the mm-hmm. things. So it's like, I can't compare myself. And it's so easy to do that anyway. It's so easy to compare apples to oranges and be like, oh, well, you know, why am I not doing as well as they are? What What is wrong with me and my business? Right, what I, exactly. Um, you know? Yeah, that's exactly. That's tough. Yeah, it's definitely it's hard. And I think, you know, for me, I had to really take myself out of that and like, really sit down with myself and be like, okay, like, you're on your own path is going to be completely different from everybody else's. And you just need to do what you like need to do and focus on. And I think, you know, it was also it's a journey. And it's a learning experience. Like I've definitely made mistakes. And I've definitely had some like positive wins. And I think, you know, also too, I'm starting to remember to celebrate like the smallest little win. Like, you know, when even when I first like opens like my online boutique, like, you know, I think the first week like I can't remember I probably made like a hundred dollars or something and like even though like I didn't make like how people are like oh I made like you know five thousand dollars in the first week of like opening and things like that like I celebrated it because it's still like people bought yeah, stuff it's so you know what I mean yeah, absolutely and um I think people forget that people forget to shit like you know celebrate like those small things even if someone like just bought one pair of jeans and it was like 20 dollars like I think like I still like I'm gonna celebrate that because at the end of the day like that's still someone bought something um so I think you know it's definitely a learning and I think people have to remember like 
you know, celebrate those small wins and honestly, like celebrate the failures as well, because that just was a learning thing that you learned early on instead of like later on down the road when you are making like that bigger money, because, you know, when it becomes a bigger thing, sometimes those mistakes can hurt you way more than like in the beginning. Absolutely. And and I think I'm also learning, you know, before I was so used to, oh, like if something like somebody like, especially like in retail, like if somebody returned something or like a customer issue, it didn't really affect me as much because, you know, at the end of the day, I was always going to still get my like paycheck, like everything was going to be fine. And now I'm like, oh, I really have to take these issues seriously because it does affect me. Like I'm really going to be the person who gets like hit. Yep. Like it's, a- it's, I'm really the target. It's so much more personal when you're, your own boss when you work for yourself it's a lot more personal like if I were to have like I take every negative interaction personally but it's so much more impactful when it's my own business and that's the interaction Mm -hmm. because like I know like you said I had there was oh my god when I first started this like full-time there were so many hiccups so many hiccups especially because I, I I just doubted myself so much and I kept making decisions out of fear instead of out of abundance. And I right. would constantly either undersell or I would just get taken advantage of because I wouldn't believe that what I had was a value. So I would just be like, oh, you, yeah, you can pay me like whenever. And that's, right. that's fine. I'll just do all this work for free because you, you said you can't afford it. So I'll just do it. It's like, no, it's, <laughs> you can't do stuff like that. Like you can do, obviously like it's great to do some pro bono stuff, but you have to make a living and you People right. don't value what you have to offer if you don't value it. So, exactly. And I feel like I learned that the hard way so many different times, but eventually I kind of got the message and I was like, yeah, I kind of have to start. Like I took a hard look at what I was charging, what other people in similar industries are charging and what I have to offer. And I kind of realized, wow, I'm severely undervaluing what I'm, what I'm selling here. And, but I feel like so many, so much of that first few months was just, hiccup after hiccup after hiccup and and like seeing everything as like that learning opportunity and okay this is how you grow and this is how you become a better business owner a better entrepreneur like you have to have these negatives to feel the positives um but yeah I mean I definitely try to do the same thing with celebrating the small victories because you have I mean you have to like there's so many things that will kind of try to drag you down when you're doing something like this when you're starting something on your own and I feel like celebrating even the smallest of victories is so important because it gives you something to kind of hold on to when things are bad. (laughs) Right. I agree. And I think, you know, that's something too that I learned like in the beginning is like just how you're talking about like the free and like pro bono and things like that. You know, I started to realize and learn like I'm wearing like all the hats and like, you know, in my business now it's like, I'm the creative person, I'm the accountant, I'm the lawyer, I'm like HR, like I'm everything. And it's like, I have to um, market myself as that. And I need to like, the pay needs to represent that, like how much I charge needs to represent that because I don't have people like to help me do that. Like I am doing everything. It's not like big corporations where they have all these different departments and they pay all these different people or they have like other companies help them with like, you know, those things like third parties and things like that. So I have to charge that much. And I think, you know, slowly starting people are starting to realize like, it's not me just being like, oh, like I need like $3,000 for like whatever I'm doing. No, it's because I'm putting in 
all of this work I have to do it myself and that's the time my time equals value and you're not personal like you said you're not parceling out that money to a bunch of different employees you're the you're the employee who's doing all of these different jobs so it's like I saw um a really good graphic today actually and it said what you see a hundred dollars what a small business owner sees a hundred dollars minus um advertising production costs man man hours um you know, labor, all of these different things. And it's like, after all of that is done, they don't see much of the hundred dollars. So exactly. It's like people see that and they think, oh, this is why is the small business charging so much? It's because if you think about a big business and how much manpower they have, and then you look at a small business and just the amount of hours and time that has to be spent doing whatever it is they're doing to create that product or service, it's completely different. And they need that money in order just to operate. Exactly. And I think, you know, I feel, especially from a small business perspective, I think, you know, entrepreneurs give a little bit more time than like big corporations, because again, like they delegate everything to so many different people that sometimes it, whatever, whoever you might've met the first time and like had that conversation, whatever, um, like kind of like, job or like task or whatever you needed it might not even end up being that person who does it they might delegate it to somebody else and like your message and things like that get lost in translation so that's why I feel like it's also like your the value that that person puts on themselves is a good amount because at the end of the day we've listened to you we had that call whatever the case however we communicated with you so we know exactly what you want and are going to put that energy towards making sure you get what you yeah and it matters more to us because like you said before it is our livelihood like this this directly impacts us rather than you know if it's a bunch of people working at a corporation if if they lose a sale like obviously it's going to be important but it's not going to be most of the time it won't be life-altering but if a small business loses a big sale that could be the difference between you know how much they're able to bring home like that that's a big thing like that's really really big so I feel like small business owners care more because they have to care more like this it directly impacts them every single say every single interaction every single positive or negative review and that's why it's so important and I always ask people leave reviews on your favorite small businesses like that means yes that's such a big thing it's so important and there's so many ways to support small business owners that don't even include buying from them you know the reviews the word of mouth posting on social media, sharing what they post, like just to help give them a boost a little bit. No, I completely agree with that. And I think, you know, it's slowly starting to become a thing. I've definitely seen people like on social media starting to share a little bit more small businesses and things like that. But I think, you know, sometimes some people see, you know, especially like on my side of things, like I like, well, pre-COVID, I was like traveling a lot. Granted, I was like with my nine to five, but you know, that's something I hope to do again once like, you know, the pandemic is like kind of over and it's safe to travel and things like that. And, you know, you never want to get, you never want people to lose translation of like, oh, like all she does, like this is why her business is like not so successful, but in the sense of like, oh, she just like travels like all day. Like, does she really work? Like, I feel like some people have that like notion and think like entrepreneurship is just like, you know, you do whatever you want, whenever, like, 
you get up whenever like and it's like no like you don't know the times that I'm like staying up to like five o'clock in the morning like trying to finish my business plan and oh my God. that's literally you hit it right on that that is the most annoying thing hands down about being a small business owner and being an entrepreneur no what there's not a single person I feel like who you say other than another small business owner who you say like oh yeah I own x and such like I work for myself Everyone I talk to will be like, oh, that must be great. You don't have to work or, or that's Mm -hmm. awesome. I wish I could, um, I wish I didn't have to work like that. Or I wish I could just choose my hours or, um, you must have so much free time or, uh, well, you don't really work. So you can come do this. Right. And it's like, no, like there are times where I'll be like, no, I'm sorry. I can't go. I have to work. And it'll be like, well, don't you, you make your own hours. You can just work another day. I'm like, no no it doesn't work like that that. I might not do nine to five but I have clients and I can't say to them ah you know you know I'm just gonna make my own hours today so I'm not gonna do your work right no that's not how it works and I feel like people just have this lack of understanding and just it's like just because I work for myself doesn't mean I don't work like I'm not right sitting doing nothing I'm not watching (laughs) tv all day like I'm yes I agree all the time I'm always answering emails I'm like my clients can text me or call me anytime. So like, I'm always ready. Like I'm always on call. Like it's, it's completely different. I will work weekends if I have to, I will do like whatever I do. Right. It's just not rigid. And like, it's great, no, yeah, same. Like, it's great that it can be flexible, but it doesn't mean I don't work at all. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, for me too, especially like, it's definitely, I think a lot of people, I feel like I'm going to get those things because of like, I'm in the fashion industry and like, I really want to work more with like, um, European fashion, like, um, fashion from like, um, different countries and things like that. So I will have to like go back and forth. And it's like, I feel like people are going to think like, oh, like she's just there like on vacation, like living her life, like enjoying like all these things. And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be at the atelier like from early in the morning to like late in the evening because I'm trying to make sure like a production goes well. And, you know, a whole collection, like 15, 20 pieces is done and ready to get on the runway. Like, it's like, I don't think people really... It's like, we show you what we want to show you, obviously, on social media. And I think some people really try to show the behind the scenes to show like, hey, like, we really are busting our ass. And, you know, I really commend those people who do. And I'd love to see like those behind the scenes of like, you know, packing orders or like, you know, going to the like mailbox or whatever, like things that might be behind the scenes. Because I feel like sometimes some people really genuinely think you're not doing anything. No, 100%. That's the thing, too, like you said about um, like when you travel for work, people are like, oh, well, you know, you're just having fun. That's the thing about the highlight reel is like you see one post of you taking a picture in, you know, whatever country and people are going to be like, oh, my God, look at that. She's having fun. She's, she doesn't have to work. What? And it's like you you, t- you take this leap from seeing one thing and you make these huge conclusions and, yeah, like in your mm-hmm. head. It's so ridiculous that people do that. And I feel like we're all guilty of it, but I think it really impacts small business owners a lot more because there's just so little and I think a lot of it too is kind of like jealousy of you know like I remember um I had an interaction with someone once and uh you know I would 
um, you know, running into a client's office to grab something and I had to leave again. And uh, this person who I used to work with was there and he's like, oh, it must be nice to only be here for an hour. And uh, he's like, I wish I had your life. And I was like, well, what you don't see is that I'm rushing in because I'm going straight to another client after this and I have meetings all the rest of the day. And then I've got a bunch of emails that I have. And it's like, you don't see all of that. You see one right. thing and then you make an assumption based on that one thing. And it's just not, most of the time it's not accurate. And it looks really glamorous. Like the idea of working for yourself sounds great, but it has so many different things that come along with it. There's so much about it that it, it just sucks. Like there's so much sucks about right. it. Right. But at the same time, like there's so many things that you have to worry about as a small business owner that you never had to worry about before. Like you have to take care of all of your own, your business's finances and your personal finances, your business's taxes and your taxes. Like you. Oh my God. Yes. That's, um, that's what I think people don't understand. Cause even I came into it. I was like, okay, like when I first started, I did my like all my LLC stuff on um, like ink files, whatever. So they mostly did everything. But there still was so much things like I had to like still do on my own and like send out and make sure like I do my quarterly taxes, like my quarterly business taxes, like make sure everything is like I do legally properly. Like if I send the contract, like I got to make sure like I try to like use legal zoom and things like that. Like I'm trying to find an accountant. I'm trying to find a lawyer like so many things like that I like stress about that you know I don't show but like really behind my computer behind my phone and everything like I'm stressed the fuck out because I'm trying to make sure like no one sues me and I'm trying to make sure the IRS doesn't come for me because I'm trying to make sure all my business things are like legal and done properly and I think they don't really realize that it's like yeah I can put a smile on my face in front of the camera but really some most of the time like probably like 90% of the time like I'm stressed yep, it's, out it's stressful it's extremely stressful because you you're in charge of your own livelihood 100% like there's no you know it's not a matter of like if you just show up to work and sit in that seat you're guaranteed a paycheck like that's not how it works and I feel like in addition to the fact that you have to handle all those things you have to pay for all those things like you have to that lawyer exactly. you have to pay for whatever tax guy you get and the, your financial advisor and there's so many different things but like I ended up getting at first I was stupid enough to think like I can do this on my own and then I realized I can't do taxes by myself right oh my god <laughs> so same I, I'm I, I'm about to get someone like this week you need to I do can't. it like it's this guy that I work with is the best and he basically does everything for me when I like I give him all my stuff he just like okay he runs with it and that was the best decision I've made for my business was to get a tax guy because if I hadn't I I feel like I would be messing everything up like I would have like all yeah. of these you know fucked up taxes and like that would not, would not go well right but there's so many like there are like and the filing and you have to make sure that you have your EIN number and you everything right. has to be in order and it's so incredibly stressful to make sure that all of that plus marketing your own business and you know, bringing in the customers, you don't even, you don't just work with existing customers, you have to bring in the customers. And you like, there's right. so many things to think about. And I feel like people just don't, they just don't see it. Like they just don't think about it. And it's so easy to be jealous of the lifestyle you think that someone has, but you just don't know. Exactly. And I, you know, that's the like biggest thing that I kind of, I did, I kind of went in it like, you know, stupidly thinking, Hey, like, all I'm going to do is just, like, 
you know, file all this stuff with like ink files and then like everything is like cool. And then like I can start like running my business. And, you know, with the state of New York, like you really have to do a lot of stuff. Like I had to do like the article of publication and like my like stuff had to run in the newspaper for like six <laughs> weeks, like and like all these things. And it's like if I didn't do that, my business would not like the state of New York would not see my business as a legal business. And it's just like so many things that people don't really realize that you have to do. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And you know, I wish I, I did definitely go into it with an open mind, but I definitely wish I went into it more being like thinking like, oh, I could do everything because I kind of did it before, like with a business, corporate business and things like that. And yes, some things are similar, but at the same time, it's not because I'm wearing way more hats and it really is like my business relies on me like to show yeah. up every day. And you day. can't like you can have sick days, but you lose all of that work all of that time. exactly like you have to it's it's up to you completely and I feel like I definitely would like to see and I wish that I would do this more but it's hard to do with what I do but having those behind the scenes like you said of, of seeing how small business owners do what they do every single day um, and showing everything they do that's not the finished product because I feel like all we show is the finished product which looks like it anybody can do that you know like everybody this opinion right. of like oh I could do that it's like when we watch cooking shows or baking shows and we're like oh yeah I could make that that's easy and it's like no probably not <laughs> you know I could do that. right it's so easy to look at the finished product of something and think that you could do it yourself so I feel like seeing all that behind the scenes seeing what goes into all of this for an entrepreneur and for a small business owner I feel like that is so important super and you know lastly I want to just really talk about like support um, I think, you know, for me, if I didn't really have the support system that I had when I started this journey, I really wouldn't have been able to stick through with it because I definitely have my days of like stressed out. Like I want to like rip my hair out. I like cry like and I'm just like frustrated oh, yeah. um, and my support system is there, even though most of them are not entrepreneurs but then I definitely have met some entrepreneurs like online that like you know it's just like we support each other because we understand and I feel like you definitely have to find like your group of like entrepreneurs to like support one another because we understand what each other's going through even if we're doing different like businesses we just understand yeah the ups absolutely and the downs. I think that is has really really been helpful to me more than anything else is fellow small business owners because like you said, like, even if they're in a different industry completely, they get it. Like, they understand the struggle and they get the stress behind it and um, just all of it. Like, they they just understand. And I feel like I kind of built this army of, like, fellow small business owners. And because a lot of people, I feel like, in your life might not understand it like other small business owners will understand. So it's, you know, it's great to have people who are kind of rooting for you in your in your personal life. But there's also people who I feel like, on the business side who are just going to be invaluable to you and will just be there to understand like, yeah, this, this is really hard, but we're doing it. We're in it together. You know, like even if we're in different, we're in different fields, we have different businesses, we're in it together. Right. Exactly. Well, Lena, I want to thank you so much for like jumping on with me and talking about entrepreneurship. And I want to definitely give you the chance to share like all your media, um, social media handles and anything that you want to plug in um, before we yeah, end. Definitely. So I can be found online at 
lions, L-Y-O-N-S, dash sharemarketing.com. And then my Instagram is lions, L-Y-O-N-S, underscore share, underscore marketing, LLC. Um, then I'm also on Facebook. I can just search Lions Share Marketing LLC. Um, and I can be reached via email at Elena, E-L-A-I-N-A, at lions-sharemarketing.com. Thank you again, Elena, so much. And I just want to thank